0: You tuned to Tigerberg on 104 FM. For the first week of every month, we will be speaking to Peter Tarantal. He's the Associate International Director of Operation Mobilization. And we will be discussing the various bodies. Can one call it bodies, Peter? Organized yeah. Christian organizations? Bodies, initiatives. Initiatives. Yes, sure. I, I like initiative. Yes.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: A warm welcome to you.
1: It's so great to be here with you today. For sure.
0: And today you will be telling us more about the South African Christian leader. Initiative and there is an acronym,
1: and the acronym is SACLI. It is so great to be involved with this body. Just a bit of history, you know, the Lord has a strange way of bringing us together. A colleague of mine, Marcin Klai, is the leader of the Evangelical Alliance of South Africa. The two of us were driving a few years ago in 2012 in October in Limpopo and a friend of ours called us to ask us, have you seen what was happening with Marikana and some of the other Hmm. issues facing South Africa? And then we said, yes, there are so many things that are of great concern to us. And maybe it is time for us just to get a group of friends together to ask, what are you seeing? What is the Lord saying to us? Long story short, 17 of us met in Professor Russell Bartman's office. He was the rector of the University of Stellenbosch at the time. And he said, just, let's just come together as friends. And, and we just shared our heart, our vision for the nation. And then we said, we need to do a few things. So the first thing we did was, as friends, we got other senior Christian leaders in the country together, and we asked them for what they were sensing. And so our group of patrons, at that time in 2012, it was also the ANC's 100th anniversary, mm. this centenary anniversary, and we wrote a paper called For Such a Time As yes. This, The Church Speaks For Such a Time As This, and and we then put this together, what is the prophetic voice that the Lord has for the church here in South Africa? And they took note of this, by the way, and uh, some of the things we said were pretty uh, tough, but then we got 157 leaders together in January of 2013 and just shared vision. So it, it wasn't just church leaders. It was business leaders. It was community leaders, civil society leaders. And we began to talk about our long-term vision of the future of South Africa. And we talked about a 30-year plan mm. and vision for the country. Mm. So that's how sacli started. The main sponsoring bodies at that time were the South African Council of Churches, the Evangelical Alliance of South Africa, Kairos South Africa Mm -hmm. and Africa Enterprise and a number of others. But we said we are going to call people together. What was so significant about this, Denise, was that we had representation from a broad spectrum, most probably the broadest that I've been involved in, from the Africa independent churches to the charismatic churches. And the first thing we did was we called for a national day of prayer, and that mm-hmm. happened in Shushanguvi, just outside mm-hmm. Pretoria, and to see thousands come together to pray and to call out to God for our nation. Because we said everything needs to be rooted in
0: prayer. Absolutely. And we're speaking SACLI today, the South African Christian Leaders Initiative. If you always wondered what they stand for, we've uh, thank you, Peter, for answering the question on how SACLI came to be and giving us a little bit of history. One of my next questions is, who are some of the major role players, Peter? So
1: some of our patrons would be the Archbishop of Cape Town, Tabu Mary Huffel van Plaikis, she was the leader of the Reformed Church here in South Africa, Isaac Berger, he was the leader of the AFM Church, Mm -hmm. the Apostolic Faith Mission Church, you had Joe Sioka, who was the bishop for the Pretoria area, Bishop Siwa, who Mm -hmm. is now the presiding bishop of the Methodist Church, and also the president of the South African Council of Churches. And so we had a number of these patrons who were quite involved with us because we said we want to work under the authority of senior leaders in the country. So it's not just one body, but as you can see, we represent a wide spectrum because out of that flowed our vision for South Africa. And we decided on a few key priorities for us. The first one was education. So we are getting people together who are involved in education. You know, we can protest against the fees. Mm. But if we don't start at the foundation phase to get early childhood development right, and then primary school and then high school, by the time you get to university, you're going to have some serious challenges facing you. And so we said education is important for us. The second was the economy, very critical. And so Sackley entered into a partnership with Gibbs, the Gordon Institute for Business Science, and they are the business school of the Pretoria uh, University, Mm -hmm. and they are in Santon, in the heart of Santon. And we then went into this partnership and we called this coalition CEFSA, Securing the Economic Future of South Africa. So it's a forum where business people come together, labor leaders come together, and government leaders come together. And one of the key things on our agenda is how do you grow the economy from 0.2% to 6%? Hmm. We need to create jobs in this country. Otherwise, we will face social upheavals like we've never seen before. You know, when people don't have a work and they become desperate because they don't have food. What do they do? And that's where all this, a a lot of the service delivery protest has its roots in complete dissatisfaction. And so we're getting especially Christian business people together, and we are encouraging people to become entrepreneurs, to start creating jobs. One of the other things that we feel that we are called to do is to be a prophetic voice in the Mm -hmm. nation and to speak truth to power. So one of the other things we've been doing is when we had the anti-corruption campaign, if you remember last year in 2016, SACLI was one of the organizing groups that organized civil society groups to come together to say this is unacceptable. I had a statistic recently that just shook me to my core. There are 645 billion rand sitting in our financial institutions ready to be used for for investing and for creating jobs but some of the people whose money that is they have said we will not do this until we can deal with corruption because mm. it's just going to line the pocket right. of some.
0: That's really people. Tr- yeah. Is it, in your opinion, is that good or is that tragic? It's
1: tragic. Yeah, it is absolutely tragic because the money should be put to work, mm. and they want the money to be put to work. But we need to create conditions that are conducive for investment. And if you know, there's so much corruption; it's almost become endemic. And we as the church need Mm. to say this is unacceptable.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, because now the money is not being put to good use. Absolutely. What are some of the major priorities for you?
1: Well, I think one of the priorities is that everybody in the country needs to know that someone is speaking for them. Mm. You know, so often we have people, especially politicians, making these wonderful promises, but they are so slow to deliver. So one of our priorities is to be a voice for the voiceless mm. to speak truth to power. The other is to be able to bring people together. We need to continually talk about how we're gonna grow the economy, how we're gonna grow jobs. The third thing is we need to be to be able to bring bring Christians together to celebrate what God is doing and so to give opportunity for Christians to also be seen to be salt and light in our community. If you and I just do what we're doing in our small corner, you know, the old saying, you in your small corner and I in mine, I don't think we're going to achieve too much. Right. And then the last thing for, for us, for sure, is the whole thing of education. We need to get our education right. Ultimately, if you ask me in one sentence, what Sackley is about, we want to bring hope to the people of South Africa. There's just too much hopelessness.
0: Yeah, hence hence my next question to you. I think the drive here is bringing hope to South Africa. Are there challenges that SACLI is currently experiencing and how are you overcoming those?
1: Well, we have some major challenges. I mean, just often to sit with government and these different bodies in the same room and negotiate. And you can just see that there are some wonderful people. Let me just say this civil servants but then there are others it's all about them and how can I benefit and so to be courageous and to stand for what is right and just that is a major challenge for us but we want to remain faithful And we want to say, God, here we are, use Hmm. us.
0: Time for us to wrap up. The last time we spoke to you, it was about the Westcaps Ecumenical Network. Today, it's on the South African Christian Leaders Initiative. What's the difference between the two?
1: Well, the Western Cape Ecumenical Network is really localized here in the Western Cape. And you will see in this network, SACLI is one of the partners Hmm. in there. Because SACLI, of course, is a national body. Hmm. And so we operate nationally, but we are also here in the Western Cape. And so we want to be involved in matters that pertain to the Western Cape.
0: Thank you, Peter, for not forgetting us that we are included as the Western Cape into a national forum such as the South African Christian Leadership Initiative. We hope to speak to you soon. Thank you.
1: Thank you so much, Denise. Great being here.